that we acquired when we were brought here and enslaved, or our ancestors rather, um, those behaviors, a lot of them are foreign to us. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times we, you know, we'll do things or we behave in a way um, so unconsciously because it's been so ingrained into us over these hundreds and hundreds of years of brutality and and mm-hmm. circumstances that we've been placed in um, that we start to believe that that's normal, but it's not normal, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yes, you're right. You're right. We start to believe that that, you know, those traumas are normal because we ha- we became accustomed, right, to mm-hmm. to the, the trauma and right. the effects of the trauma. You know, we became accustomed to it and um, we suppressed it within ourselves, taught each other generationally how to suppress it, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And how to just keep moving forward, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's how, you know, um, other cultures interpret us as not being human, you know, because we were able to not show the pain. Exactly. You know, exactly. if it didn't exist, it it didn't bother us, didn't hurt us. So they... So they thought, well, if it didn't bother them, it didn't hurt them, then they can't be human. Right, exactly. And that is such a great point. The fact that a coping mechanism that was born out of brutality was then taken and turned around and used as a weapon against us. Welcome to the In Our Black Feelings podcast. Each episode will be an unapologetic, candid discussion about Black consciousness and wellness with your host, Dr. Flora and Pamela Cancel. Let's get in our feelings. Oh, but first, before we get in, we have to get this out. These episodes and the conversations you hear in this podcast are not and should not be a substitution for proper medical care and or mental health services. Now, let's get in our Black feelings. Hello, hello. This is Pamela Cancel. Hello, this is Dr. Flora White Cooper, and we are in our feelings about community, heal thyself, wellness versus sickness model. All right, let's get into it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, let's do it. Um, So, you know, wellness, the history behind our wellness, you know, is so in-depth, meaning there's so much you know, to be considered when we talk about wellness. You know, wellness is just not your physical health, right? Absolutely. It's your mental health, your emotional health, mm-hmm. your intellectual health, your spiritual health. Mm-hmm. And then for those who are more in tuned um, metaphysically, you know, mm-hmm. it could be your astral self, if we, if we want to even go there, mm-hmm. you know, um, because we, you know, we know that we're multidimensional. Right. So, you know, you know, we have many, many parts of us. And so it's all about all of that being well, being synchronized uh, with, one, with, with each aspect of who you are. Right. And the history of that, 
you know, I think we started off in ancient time, right? Mm -hmm. uh, before colonization, we started off and very synchronized with all aspects of our being, mm -hmm. um, synchronized with, uh, with nature, we want to say, mm -hmm. with nature and, and natural nature forces. Right. And because of that, you know, we were living harmoniously on earth. And before, you know, be before the colonization happened all around the world, but after that, you know, um, because of the, the detriments of colonization, right. we lost a lot of that. Um, right. A lot of it was destroyed. A lot of it was forgotten. Mm -hmm. And so our wellness started to deteriorate. Right. And I think a lot of people really are stuck in a certain time physically and emotionally um you know uh, a big part of my private practice is delving into the collective and intergenerational trauma that our people have been through and a lot of the behaviors that we acquired when we were brought here and enslaved or our ancestors rather um those behaviors a lot of them are foreign to us and mm -hmm. a lot of times we you know we'll do things or we behave in a way um, so unconsciously because it's been so ingrained into us over these hundreds and hundreds of years of brutality and and mm -hmm. circumstances that we've been placed in um, that we start to believe that that's normal, but it's not normal, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yes, you're right. You're right. We start to believe that that, you know, those traumas are normal because we ha we became accustomed, right, to mm -hmm. to the, the trauma and right. the effects of the trauma. You right. know, we became accustomed to it and um, we suppressed it within ourselves, taught each other generationally how to suppress it. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And how to just keep moving forward, mm -hmm. you know, and that's how, you know, um, other cultures interpret us as not being human, you know, because we were able to not show the pain. Exactly. You know, exactly. As if it didn't exist. It didn't it didn't bother us, didn't hurt us. So they so they thought, well, if it didn't bother them, it didn't hurt them, then they can't be human. Right. Exactly. And that is such a great point. The fact that a coping mechanism that was born out of brutality was then taken and turned around and used as a weapon against us um, mm -hmm. and against, against our bodies, against our psyche um, it, and not really delving into that and getting into that has been something that has been detrimental, detrimental to, to the community for a long time. Mm hmm. It has been, you know, thankfully, you know, well, within the last, ah, uh, safely to say, you know, decade or so, you mm -hmm. know, we have other behavior specialists who have yes. really looked into trauma, you yes. know, uh, you know, for our people, and especially uh, the group. Yes. You know, um, yes. He Her has work is really done a lot of good work on trauma yes. and the effects of it. Um. And we know there's all types of trauma, though. Mm -hmm. You know, as, as behavioral specialists, we know that 
you know, you got the chronic tra trauma that we're speaking of. Right. You know, you got reoccurring trauma, meaning that it just keeps reoccurring, you know, right. whatever that incident, like if someone is, someone is being verbally uh, abused, that right. trauma just keeps reoccurring. You got the reoccurring type trauma. You got the acute trauma, mm -hmm. right? That it happened like, it just happened, right? right? So you got different um, types of trauma. Right. And what is so amazing <laughs> is our people have experienced all of them. Exactly. Oh, can you say it again? <laughs> can you say it again? And it's amazing that you have all of this research that hasn't been looked at until recently through a lens that is different from... Um, a call a different from a, a non-colonized lens or a colonized lens, whatever you want to call it, a toxic mm -hmm. supremacy lens, um, that it's, you have the information, but for some reason, the information is not applied to black bodies, black consciousness, yeah. black mental health, you know? Mm -hmm. it's frustrating yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's very frustrating right because um how can we approach wellness from a black consciousness perspective if we don't have the fundamental understanding mm -hmm. of what it is right. for us exactly know, how, how does it look we have we have an understanding of what illness is exactly right so when we look at um sickness versus health, we, we know what, what illness is because we predominate most of all the major illnesses and degenerative right. diseases so they know, say. around the world. Mm -hmm. you, so they say, right? <laughs> so we know what illness is, exactly. you know, but um, from our own consciousness, we got to reconnect to what wellness means for us, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and again, we cannot subtract or we can subtract, but I don't think it would be healthy to subtract you know, um, our connection, our connection to nature as wellness. Yes. Because even, even in, um, you know, other people's perspective, other people, I mean, other cultural perspectives, mm -hmm. you know, they always say go out in nature to be healed, exactly. you know, go out and take a walk in the park or go out and hike, you know, get those negative ions from nature, right. go out to the ocean, you know, and, right. you know, and the ocean will help you, you know, with, with emotional distress or go out into the sun and get vitamin D, you right. know, vitamin D is like that buzzword, right? That buzz mm -hmm. vitamin now, mm -hmm. vitamin D, get vitamin D, you know, um, uh, for all kind of health benefits. Right. And so but our people knew all of that from early on in right. time. Right. We knew about all that kind of stuff. Right. But because, you know, of many factors, uh, you know, we got caught up in, in a way of living that's not conducive to our heritage. Exactly. Not conducive to us being out in nature, right. you know, uh, and, and getting what we, I mean, just like you need a multivitamin every day, you need to be out in nature every day. Right. You know, right. that's wellness mentality. That's your wellness there. And, and the fact that, 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 that very nature that was a part of our heritage was a part of who we were um became poison it became dangerous to be out mm -hmm. i mean even now you look at what's happening mm -hmm. um 
the young man, I can't think of his name right now, that, that w- went for a jog outside and, and was shot. Um, uh, Aubrey, I yeah. think was his um, okay. last name. But it's, it's like that was not only were our bodies, our ancestors' bodies taken, but mm. their inheritance of the land and the connectedness to the land was also taken. Um, and yeah. so getting back to that and, and getting back to the remembrance of what that is and what that feels like even in the mm-hmm. circumstances and the environment that we live in now is so important and will be so key to the healing of not just us individually, but us as a collective. Yes, as a collective, that's it. You know, uh, for our mental wellness to be good, mm-hmm. um, we have to collectively find a way to unify ourselves. Yes. Um, you know what I mean? In, in, in a way that we can agree mm-hmm. that these are that these are the basic, just the basic tenets of who we are right. as a people. Right. You know, we can agree on some basic tenets and hold each other accountable. Right. For anyone who, you know, do not adhere to those tenets, mm-hmm. hold each other accountable publicly. Right. You know, hold each other accountable to, to it. We have to get back to to doing that and doing it out of love. Not not we you know we don't need to treat each other like 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 we hate each other. Mm-hmm. But do it out of love. Right. You know, do it out of just out of respect and love. That hey, you know, I care for you. You know, um, and I want the best for all of us. And so, in that mindset, mm-hmm. I need for you to change your behavior, especially if you're in in front of a camera all the right. time. If you have a, a career that, that people are forecasting you in front of a camera all the time, you're an entertainer, mm-hmm. an athlete or whatever, you know, we need for you to monitor yourself better. Right. To represent us better, you know, right. and, and to have a black consciousness where what you say, that you are mindful of what you say because it's going to affect us at large. Absolutely. It's going to affect total wellness, right. you know, but also I don't want to get off of that point. I don't want to get off into that. I want to kind of go back to what you were saying about, you know, um, our physical wellness in the hospitals and them not, mm. um, mm-hmm. you know, you know, we know we got a history, especially in the U S we got a history of them using us as guinea pig and in Africa as well in yes. the medical field. And that's mm-hmm. really how the medical field got established. Right. You know, was 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 using people as guinea pigs, you know, right. uh, without anesthesia, yes. you know, with all, all kinds of things, you know, um, just to in the sake of science and you know, right. in the sake of advancement. The human uh-huh. <laughs> right, without consent. Exactly. You know. Um and so, but that still goes on today, we know, and even in Africa, you know, yep. vaccinating people and not mm-hmm. being very truthful about those vaccinations and the effects right. of them, right? And so, you know, I think people are wising up, though, yes. you know, to take a pause on wholeheartedly believing what's coming out. Not, not to say if you ill, don't go to the hospital, because we're not right. trying to say that. Mm-hmm. But what we're saying is just try to use more, uh, try to use more um, informed intelligence Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and your own health and your own well-being and let's think well when you think wellness you think prevention right the word wellness 
kind of puts you in the mindset of thinking prevention. Right. You know, so if you think, how do I operate within a preventive mindset? Mm-hmm. Then you don't have, then you will reverse right. how you approach your wellness. Exactly. You know what I mean? You won't be looking yes. at yourself as, as a, a model of disease. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're looking right. at yourself like, you know, how do I stay well? Well, right. I got to, I got to, you know, I got to exercise. I got to eat right. I got to take my vitamins, you know, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. We have to research from a melanated standpoint because the vitamin content that we need is different. Different. It's different from other cultures. Not that saying that somebody's better than another. It's just what it is. It's just different. So what we right. need, you know, we just need something totally different to function and be well. Right. And so um, all that is to be considered when we talk about wellness. Uh, wellness is such a big topic. This could be like a three, four, five episodes. Right <laughs> oh, here. we'll come back around to it, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> we will, uh, you know, like you said, it's, it's huge and such a big part, I believe, of um, healing and getting our community back into a well state of being. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because like you're saying, the the focus has been on the sickness. And when you're being inundated daily from birth, telling you that your community is, you're 95% this to catch this, or you, you know, and then right now during this COVID (laughs) crisis, this pandemic, you know, all of a sudden it's all about black folk. What? How did that happen? It's just—it's like one day it's, it, there's this, and then the next day it's like it's just, all of us dying. What happened? Uh, and so, so when you're being inundated with those messages, it it takes mm-hmm. work to switch that and and to think, you know, okay, well, yes, that's happening, but how can I keep myself well? And like you were saying, that's from a preventative it. standpoint. That is there, you know. I, I give thanks and, and rest in peace, Doctor Savy and Doctor oh, Layla. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, I hope they, they, you know, their spirits are resting in peace, um, because they did the work trying to, they did, you know, trying to help us, you know, um, get well, right? right? I know Doctor Layla Africa, especially, try to help us have a healthy mindset, mm-hmm. right? Um, he really did focus on how do we have a black consciousness. Um, from in a wellness mindset, from a wellness mindset, mm-hmm. he really tried that. And um, um, but he, he had such a big, he had to go against such a big vehicle. Yeah, you know because you know the world is saying his world is 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 pumping in illness, you know, all kind of illnesses at us and saying take this, take that, but making up illnesses as they go along and right. pumping right. in all kind of illness and stuff. And it's always really hard to switch people's, you know, frame of thought into, right. you know, how you stay well, how you stay well, how you stay well. Mm-hmm. And so it has to be a conscious effort right. every single day. It has every to be day. a conscious effort of how do I stay well from, you know, um, from a melanated standpoint, you right. know, like what do I need as a melanated individual? Mm-hmm. What do my body need? What does my mind my, need? Absolutely. What, is, what do my emotions need? What right. does my spirit need? Yes. In order for me to operate preach. from a world <laughs> perspective. Yes. 
Yes. So we need more of those people talking, right. you know, and sharing that information. Because, I mean, you know, I respect their work. You know, Dr. Sabe cured, cured AIDS. I'm going to say it. He mm -hmm. cured AIDS. He went to court and proved it. He cured AIDS, you know. Um, but, his, but he was looking at illnesses and how, how to help us heal from illnesses, right? Mm -hmm. Dr. Sabe and Dr. Leila Africa as well and some others. But I'm propagating less let's get a hold of ourselves before we even get chronically ill right before we even get chronically you know uh uh disabled and and you know and immobile and all that kind of stuff let's get a hold of ourselves before we even get to that point right you know what i mean so we exactly. ain't even gotta cause once you get to that point it's a lot you gotta correct exactly it ain't just about it, the body it's <laughs> it and it and it's so much harder to um, reverse it, you know, it not that it's impossible, but the further right. you get along the path of illness, the heart, you know, I've, I've seen it in my own family with my own father, you know, mm. he could be a case study for it, that the, you know, the further along you get and the, the longer you let it linger, the harder mm -hmm. it is to come back from it. That's true. You know, that is so true, you and know, so, and, and that's why people, you know, they, they go to medications, right? Because we are trained for this instant cure through appeal. So right. everybody is conditioned to take a pill, whether mm -hmm. it's mental illness or physical illness, mm -hmm. take a pill and get better. And, and you wake up tomorrow. And <laughs> <laughs> it's a miracle. <laughs> it was like, okay. <laughs> No, they heal, but they're not. You they're know not. what I mean? They force the body to do something. To they force the body to perform. They force the body to turn off those certain signals. You know, mm -hmm. but it didn't go away. It just turned off certain signals so that mm -hmm. you can function, right? Yeah. And so you know, it's it's, it's really misleading. Is because when you heal, you know, when you truly heal, you're healing all aspects of yourself that we mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. That's healing. It's addressing, right. addressing that issue from all aspects of yourself. That's yeah. healing. And, yeah. um, and when you do that, the recurrence rate is very low, mm -hmm. if not zero, <clears throat> because you heal from it. You didn't treat it. That's right. different. You right. heal from it. So treatment and healing is very separate. Yeah. Yeah. Or very separate. You know, it's like, Flip it and reverse it, like Missy Elliott said. <laughs> Just let's let's not even get there to where you have to reverse it. And right. and, right. and it That's starts it starts young too, right? It starts mm -hmm. with teaching the young ones how to take care of themselves and and how not to get mm -hmm. to the point that they have to flip it and reverse it. You know, mm -hmm. just don't just don't don't get in there. You know what I mean? And teaching teaching um, the benefits of, of functioning and wellness. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's not just a healthy body, but, you know, there's a, a long list of benefits that you get from mm -hmm. thinking from that perspective and living from that perspective. Mm -hmm. You know? Yes, you're, you're so right. Um, that is very crucial, right? You write about the, about teaching our children early on about wellness, you know, how to function in wellness. 
because I think us as adults, we don't even know how to function in wellness, so we can't teach it to the kids. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's, it's about how, how does that look? Like, how does a person who is well look? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can really name a person today, you yeah. know what I'm saying, where I could say that they look yeah. like they are functioning in total wellness. Right. If, they, if we are defining wellness as we have laid it out today. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. I don't know a person in this society who's living in westernized society mm-hmm. who is functioning in total wellness. Yeah. I, the people I think about who's functioning in total wellness, <laughs> I'm so, you know, I'm almost embarrassed to say, but they live, you know, out there in the jungles. They live <laughs> out there, you know, uh, traditionally through yeah. traditions and stuff. They're, right. they're the ones that's functioning in total wellness. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? They don't have the stress load. They don't have the physical ailments. Mm-hmm. They don't have the emotional ailments mm-hmm. or none of that kind. Of, and they are connected to nature very well. Yeah. So to me, they're living the best life. Not saying we all got to rush out there to the jungle, but there's aspects of how they're living that we can indoctrinate, you know, um, in our lives mm-hmm. and make those, make those number one yeah. in how we how we take care of ourselves. So functioning in wellness, you know, living in a westernized society, we need to define that so people know what that looks like. Yes. What yes. it feels like. Yes. You know, because I, I work with some people who they've been living, they've been living in sickness, whether is it whether it's emotional dis-ease or physical dis-ease for so long, they don't know what really generally what it feels, what it feels like to not, not have the be, worry mm-hmm, yeah. not have the physical pain. They don't know what that feels like. Yeah. To me, that is unacceptable. Right. And it and it's and it, it goes, it's so complex too, right? Um mm-hmm. it's just and and like we said, you know, this could be like 10, 12, 25 episodes. <laughs> and so, you know, we'll come back around to this Mm -hmm. absolutely um but sometimes when you don't know what to replace what you know with Mm -hmm. if you don't have something to replace it with then the status quo is just comfortable and that's because that's all you know and so you just keep doing that thing because you don't have anything else to replace it with that's true you know getting the word out that there are things that you can replace it with you know there are things you can replace it with and you know the benefits that you talked about before you know benefits of functioning and wellness from a black consciousness you know is that you feel you feel powerful Mm -hmm. number one you feel powerful i'm not talking about you you can lift 100 pounds i ain't talking about that kind of power yeah i'm talking about you know the power of your spirit, you know, yes. to be able to manifest with all, anything you want to manifest at any given time. Right. And you feel, you feel youthful, whatever right. age that you are, you feel youthful and, and mobile, mm-hmm. you know, you feel connected to nature, yes. you know, and you know that you are protected. You know, that it's no human being on this earth that can harm you. You know, that's functioning and wellness, not living right. in fear and worry. Exactly. You know, if you have to live in fear and worry of anything, then that's the opposite of functioning and wellness. Right. And it also gives you the power of agency. I love, mm. you know, thinking from having agency. Um, yeah. Which 
our community for a long time didn't didn't have that and, and to a certain extent still doesn't 100 percent yeah have mm-hmm. but to have that 100 percent agency over yourself is power beyond belief yes i think that's, that's so a good true. place to end it right <laughs> i think so too i mean my goodness we can gave them a mouthful right here. okay <laughs> we were all up in our feelings up in here but like us like we said um it's a big topic and i'm sure we'll circle Mm -hmm. back circle back around to it and some points that we missed this time we'll get into it during another episode so anything any last words that you have that you're just itching to say before we (laughs) let them go (laughs) no i just want to say you know uh, i'm i'm excited you know, for the next podcast, be in my feelings on the next topic. It's always a joy to sit down and talk with you, Pamela. It's always a joy, my sister. <laughs> and um, and so I look forward to the next one. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll look out for you. All right. You too, Dr. Dr. Next time. Thank you for listening to the In Our Black Feelings podcast. Visit us at in our black feelings podcast.com for more information about Dr. Flora, Pamela Cancel, or any links or resources mentioned today. And remember, the discussions and resources in this podcast are not and should not be used as a substitute for proper medical care and or mental health services. Until next time, stay in those black feelings.